you're listening to the 11th hour a ranted podcast i am sam melancon of debacle records i'm brad rose of foxy digitalis each week one of us picks a ranted song or a ranted adjacent song and uh we discuss all our complicated feelings and uh thoughts on the song and i think i i don't know how complicated the feelings are but i <laughs> I definitely have lots of feelings after thinking about the song a little bit more this week, you know. Um this week was my pick and I I uh I uh I picked for Wanda from 2000 uh, uh self-titled 2000 episode uh, episode <laughs> album. We are on uh, it today. I'm really this is sharp as a tech. Uh <laughs> Uh yeah. I don't know. Here it is. What's it supposed to be? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna give you another take, and if you want oh, to have it, I'm keeping I'm gonna, this. I'm, Are you no, kidding I'm me? gonna give you another take of the song in it. Thing. Okay, just the I song just, part. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not editing this. Happens, okay, so. never mind. Fuck it. Here we go. So, <laughs> Rancid 2000, Rancid Rancid, uh, came out in August of 2000. Uh, this song was written by Tim. As far as I can tell, it's just a Tim joint. Um, it comes in the right in the smack dab, like kind of in the middle of the record, kind of comes out of nowhere. It comes in between two or three really heavy songs. Um, it's kind of the one that people point, I would say there's three songs that people point to on this record that are like the slowdown and besides GGF, of course, but like that are kind of the slowdown, let the guitars ring a little bit more old style rancid songs. I would say this, well, what do you think the songs are? Uh, Hang on, let me pull up the uh, Radio Havana. Yeah. Uh, I would say let. I was gonna let say you go. can. Make, yeah, I was gonna say you can make a case for let me go. Like let me go is so different than everything. It is a little but, different, but, but it's, yeah, you know, it it's is the other slower. kind of poppy, slower. You know, like kind of. Um, and as we've said, it's the the um, most ideal, most like most perfect rancid song yeah, ever it, it is it, it is I, i'm still i'm still i'm still there episodes in i'm still there yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, cause um, I, I listened to it a couple times this week during you know just prepping for this and i was like yep still yep, still, still the one fucking great <laughs> so <laughs> good <laughs> it, it's funny you know we talk about I always talk about how outcome the wolves was this moment of magic of how the hell did they stumble into this but that song is even more like it's only a song i mean an album is a bigger deal but it's like that song is just like how the it's magic it's so good yeah anyway and it, this is this is not about that song this is not about that song but uh so Ramonda um is a kind of a like a lot of this album you pull it out the second you pull it out of the album it doesn't it kind of teeters like it doesn't it needs the song next to it to stand up straight if that makes sense you know what i mean like it does it's not a full song form um yeah it it is just to like give me my like five minutes so that we treat this with a little bit of respect because Rwanda's topic is pretty heavy, right? Like 
and it's well, kind of weird that it comes in as a it's as interesting a pop song yeah well i think that's yeah don't you get the feeling though that like there's this very like oh tim was reading the newspaper or watching the news was like holy shit because i mean black hawk down is about yeah sudan black hawk down. yeah and then Rwanda is about Rwanda. I mean, Let Me Go has political Re- overtones of the day. about South Africa. Yeah, it has this very... I mean, to me, it's... I, I think I, he I was, was reading a this. bunch of books about African conflict, basically. Like, yeah, from the, maybe that, so, like, yeah. late 90s, like, American right. perspective. Right, it was just, holy shit, can you believe the fucking shit that America's... <laughs> like, uh, anyway, I just, yeah. But... I do believe that, like, yeah, the... I, I so hold on but let's just yes. like let's set the scene of like what do they you know like the zoomers are like i don't know something happened in rwanda i just want to do the five minute like very okay. poorly researched book report you Great. know you know what i mean right like <laughs> just like let's make it clear what happened because i always have to kind of remind myself exactly what happened but like yeah uh, after years of colonial insane mismanagement where they came in and they separated uh various tribes and groups inside of Rwanda, Belgium, and then France and all these, you know, colonial powers that mm-hmm. actively pitted groups against each other as a means of control and created, you know, these sort of like um, internal racism inside of the, the country that really meant there were these lines that didn't make a lot of sense. They were kind of a real thing before they came in and they made it a really big thing. So, cause it's a kind of classic fascistic, you know, colonial trick as you come in and you go, those guys are assholes they're screwing you over you know what i mean so um the, the after years and years and years of that there a, a civil war broke out it was kind of at a standstill and then one day in 90 what 90 91 90, well i don't know what you're talking about we're talking about the, the 94 no, yeah the, wow. 94 yeah okay um the the leader of the utu right um no oh, the tutsis um was uh who were in power his plane was shot down and so it it just created this huge outbreak of violence and um just door-to-door genocide against uh the um oh no so the hutu were in power jesus christ why do i i shouldn't do this when i'm half asleep but the hutu were in power any moderate hutus and and up to a million tutsi were just just wiped out it was um it was coordinated on the radio um it was just door-to-door killings if you looked a certain way if you were told if they said hey i remember he said his grandma was this way it was just incredibly insane neighbor on neighbor family member on family member you know um machete level just pull people out of the house and kill them strife that lasted you know over 100 days just just insane organized genocide yeah. uh civil war genocide and it's it's this kind of wild thing because it gets held up as well the world kept spinning and also people didn't were just basically not there wasn't a lot of effort to help there was very little un peacekeeping going on and it was just so everywhere. It was just every street. It wasn't like some military action. It was like everybody on every street was doing this. You know what I mean? So it was like incredibly hard to contain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets it gets held up pretty quickly. And, and especially now, 26 years later or so, 
um, as like this incredible piece of reconciliation of like people had to come to grips with still living with the people that killed their parents. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. living down the street for the people that killed their parents. And so it's like this. And that's a very interesting thing that it actually is the model of this kind of magical wow, they they figured out a way to continue to kind of even um, succeed and strive. And they have like this incredible amount of, they went from this very patriarchal society to having way more women in power and all these things. Like a lot of things change. But a lot of that narrative, I always wondered how much is that like a UN narrative or a, right. or a Western narrative of like, look, it wasn't like, you know, this was basically France's fault but we're going to ignore that and say like, look at this incredible power of these people to just forgive each other. Isn't that amazing? You know? And it's like caught this like kind of Africanism meaning like like the way Orientalism, right. You know, like this sort of like othering that has is in there that like you really worry about. And it's kind of what you're talking about of like, you read a book, you get, it feels foreign and out there. And then you write a song about it. Right. Like it kind of has that, like there's a version of this where it's like, it feels so distant and uh, like, well, good thing Tim Armstrong wrote a song about it. Now it's fixed. You know what I mean? And that's always been my like mixed problem with this song because the, the, the big kind of poppy, you know, defiant chorus is so simple, but like on reflection, when I was listening to the the rest of the lyrics, I actually found uh, it was surprising to me how much depth is in the, the the verses on this mm-hmm. it's a very short song like it has a very you know i mean it's like a hundred words you know but like he he is very you know just basically brokenhearted over this you know what i mean and right and 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 it's like well, you know there's a little bit in there about like when there's so much confusion that's yeah, a great it's hard. line all the like stuff the- about Mass destruction, mass confusion. What's the difference to the orphan? Orphan, yeah, and and pretty, it's pretty good about like how, yeah, we didn't know what was happening. It was so hard yeah. for all these governmental entities to do anything, quote unquote. That's like the big thing that gets, you know. And I think I think there was a lot of heat on the American government for not doing more, right? Like this was mm-hmm. like why the Balkan stuff was we got more involved because it was like, well, let's not have Rwanda happen again. Right. Like it was like, right. And why there was a little bit more interest in Sudan and things like that. It was like, we fucked up Rwanda. Let's not <laughs> fuck this up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when, when genocides start breaking out, when sort of, um, inner, you know, these, 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 you know, right. Tr- tribalistic lines are start getting, you know, bore out by, by, you know, fascist leaders, you know, let's not sit around going like, I don't know, should we help? You know, like, like it, yeah. it, it, you need to work a little faster. Who knows about the way they work? If it's good, I'm not, I'm not going to be sure. saying I'm a foreign policy expert on this rancid podcast, but like, <laughs> I thought it was a really good, like reading of like, Hey, you can talk all about how things are confusing and it's hard to tell. And it's a war zone, but like, there's still a little girl watching her parents get chopped up. You know what I mean? Like, like right. there's still, there's still, and, and millions of those kids, you know what I mean? Like, like this is right. not some small thing. So like, I remember, I kind of felt, went into this being like, this is really interesting shining moment on this album of like the cloud, you know, like this is near Loki, I think, and dead bodies and all these things. And like, where they're kind of 
talking about, you know, all this sort of almost it feels like sci-fi violence and horror and, and horror movie and campiness a lot on this record. And then this is talking about really true humanity yeah. horror. And it kind of has this cartooniness to it with how much they're just like, good job, Rwanda. You're, you know, you're getting through this, you know, and it was really soon after. I mean, it was six years after. Right. Yeah. Know. Probably even less considered, you know, it's probably, yeah, exactly. written, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you like, I always felt like, oh God, it's weird. You know, these four, but like, there is some pretty interesting, like, it does just feel like Tim wrote a book and his heart broke, you know, and he was just mad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was really expecting to be kind of like, kind of pissed off and like, man, this has, this feels like, well, good, you know, like, well, isn't that great that Rancid wrote a song about right. it? Good job, you know, and why did you have to make this your poppy song, you know, and like, but I actually kind of come around to like, I have less frustration over the, like, the white uh, yeah, guyness over it. <laughs> say, yeah, no, I mean, it felt a lot more maybe sincere than I th- like not yeah. that I like because it I agree it it the you know the the lyrics of the verses it it's not just because there's a there's there could be a different version of this song that's a lot more not like by the book if you will you know it's just like can, you know thinking about when we were talking about Bava rock and roll and how it's like well we got to list all these things <laughs> kind of you know, trite like classic yeah which you things. know with that song it's fine it was fun whatever but like with something because there's not as much well i guess that's not true because there's the vietnam part but anyway but you know what i mean and where this feels way more tim and his emo and i mean don't yeah. mean that in a bad way like it's it clearly affected him learning about this and, and this is the way he writes political songs i feel like this is the, like this is totally. a good example of tim's Tim's not good. I, you know, Vic said that on the In Defense of Scott podcast we were talking about. Yeah. Like, because, like, Tim doesn't really write those guys. He's like, those guys don't really write political songs or they don't write them very straightforwardly. You know, like, I, they're not good at that. And Tim just does the slice of life. Like, he basically said something that we would have said, right? Which right. felt very validating, yes. you know? Sure. Because the guy knows the guy has written songs with him. And it's like, this well, is the best you're going to get. You're just going to get him, be like, empathizing of, like, what the fuck? You know, like... Well, you know, and honestly, I mean, I think there's, uh, I think there's a lot of value in that. I think that a lot of, and so, okay, I told you I had like sort of an not an angle isn't the right word, but this so this song got me thinking about especially the, you know, planned genocide part, and I think about what's currently going on in our country with, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to compare, you know, whatever. Like, I'm, well, I, I think am about prepared. Rwanda and like reconciliation, and yes, like what's the worst thing that could happen. Like what do what are the the shitheads the Marjorie Taylor Greens really want? Right, well, I'm thinking. I mean, all the time. Literally, right now, I'm thinking of all the the things that are getting passed in state legislatures yep, around, around the country that is basically trying to. Well, I mean, and you've got fucking conservatives saying this out loud that they want to eradicate transgender people exactly they want to dehumanize to the point that they can erase transgender people and that from from daily life that is that is genocide that's this is complete fascist this is the tipping point of fascist yes there's no way you can out of this without conflict is the thing that scares the shit out of me right and it's well and the thing but the thing so what i think about you know and oh so there you know i Transgender 
people make up about one percent of the country. I think is so it's it's a very small number. Yeah, and that makes it so much. That's that's what makes them easy to other from. Yes, you know, of like, course. And but I think so. Like Tim, you know, like you said, it's very. This is his sort of personalized empathetic empathetic reaction and connection mm-hmm. to this situation. And I think that's like super valuable because I think that a big, the reason that people get othered and become targets is because it, a lot of people don't know somebody who's trans. And so they don't have empathy and that, you know, I, this is clearly fresh on my mind because the day we're recording, this is the day on my daily podcast, I went on a rant about this, but this idea of, you know, like, oh, to, well, I don't know, I don't know anybody like this, so it's easy for me to just believe the caricatures, mm-hmm. and I don't understand, because, like, I'm cisgendered, and I don't, I don't understand, I don't get, like, that's, this idea of understanding is a prerequisite for caring, Yeah, right? A, yeah, you said that well on your podcast today, I, and, I, and I, and I think, but I think, you know, so Tim Armstrong, as somebody who's, you know, this sort of like punk rock hero to a lot of people, let's be honest, uh, people like that who can communicate things in a way that like, I think it can get, and you know, to be fair, I would guess a lot of Rancid's fan base is, you know a lot more open-minded and all these things, whatever. I don't know. But I, to me, there's value in, in putting things in ways that you can, cause I think you can listen to this and cause like, I mean, obviously you and I both have the same reaction. We can hear the, you can have that cynical liberal thing of like, well, we don't really need you telling us that Rwanda, you know, like good job for like, giving Rwanda a pat on the back from your LA home, you know what I mean? Like, and sure. you can get mad at them about it. You know, like that, that's what I was but thinking also, about. Like, but also, you know, and, and I, I mean, I can talk about this from my own experience. Like, I mean, there's probably some 15 year old kid in Idaho or something yeah. that hurt. And it was like, well, wait, I want to know, you know, like, yeah, no, just, exactly. Like, and I mean, I think about when I was a 13 year old kid, and Nirvana was the big thing. I, I mean, I was telling my wife this the other day, and it's the most cliche thing in the world, but I literally can trace back so much of how the person I became in, like, from, I, I, I don't want to say politically, but just my values. It started with Kurt fucking Cobain. Yeah. And I still think about on incesticide. On in the liner notes, it says if you are a male chauvinist or homophobic or whatever, please don't come to our shows. Please don't buy our records. Basically, fuck you. And it was like, holy shit, that and and again, like, I, and so I I think that's where I I see a lot of value in stuff like this for because I was this dumb fuck kid in Oklahoma, and that that directly led to me discovering like kill rock stars and bikini kill and reading a lot about feminism, which I had read like bell hooks and all these things because I would, and it, I can trace it back to that. Yeah. And I, 
And so I think, yeah, like, yes, there's the cynical view of like, oh, don't, you know. And and in some cases, that is very much the case with a lot of things where it is a very cynical thing. I don't think that is, like, it's just not the feeling I get from this song. Because, again, I like you, I had that same concern going into this of like, oh, God, this is going to be, like, in the course of the album, it's just kind of this, I, I don't think about it as much because of how... It sits in the album really well. Like it's a it's yes. a needed breather, and it, you know, it's got this nice kind of righteous vibe. But then again, as happens with a lot of things from I think this record and Let's Go, you pull it out of the record and you hold it up to the light. You go, what is this yeah. song? You know, because they they bleed together so much. I was very much worried that like the take I was going to come away with was kind of that angry. I think about that mm-hmm. a lot though. Like I think about like. We have this, We've we, our dialogue has moved on to this extra layer of nuance around, uh, again, around, like, are we allowed that nuance is the thing we've talked about, uh, you know, at the, in this moment. But of, is that, you, you know, is it your thing to even comment on white male cis man, right? And it's right. like, well, that can be very helpful. Like, allies are helpful, but you don't want allies that, you know, then you have the, like, horrible make it about me allies right right and and like you have the like i remember viscerally having like every feeling around the the the, it was such a big conversation point around when macklemore made the song about like uh, gay acceptance and he was like when i was seven i thought i was gay for five minutes and like everybody was like cool like yeah like and right. he was trying to empathize and 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 it, you know maybe that's a fine that's he was just saying his truth and but like it was like there's such a like a making it about him when he could have yes. just been like i don't have to make this about me like yeah and also it wasn't like it had that tone of like i was really worried i was gay you know like and you know still in this you know yes. the day and age and and it's like honestly, probably that song really helps a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like because kids are right. right. Like just because you're past that point doesn't mean some other kid doesn't pass that point. You know what I mean? Just some other kid doesn't need their eyes open. You know, he, yes. he was listening to Kid Rock the day before, and then he heard the Macklemore song, and he's like, "Wait a minute, hold on a second, I'm having right. two thoughts that, that are differing." You know, at the same moment, like maybe I should think about something. Like so, like, but then you're like, why does? after how many years Bono thinks he's fucking Jesus, you know what I mean? And you're like, right. hold, hold on. Right. I, I'm really happy that you fought for, you know, you know, South Africa, you know, again, South Africa sure. is a huge thing, you know, apartheid ending apartheid was a really big thing, you know, and awareness. And, but it's like, and now we were X many years later and he's like this cabillionaire who thinks that he's literally, you know, part of the Catholic church. And it's like, uh, what poems for Nancy Pelosi to read on the floor? Yeah, <laughs> Remember that? exactly. So you're like, it, it's it's complicated. Yeah. It's really it fucking is. complicated. And I'm not gonna say like, I'm really fucking glad he wrote this song, but like, it's a really catchy song. It has a good message of like, hey, like we see you, and I'm just pissed on your behalf. I do wish the chorus was a little more nuanced than like good job Rwanda your moon so like it's not you're like like it's kind of saying like you have this great heart it's like it kind of it has that thing of like rub some yeah. dirt on it kid you know it's got that tone of like <laughs> like uh 
It's such like, a weird. You I made it, and it's like they're dealing with trauma, man. Like, don't you get, don't get to say they're <laughs> right. they're doing good? You know what I mean? Like, like as an outsider, it's like, it's like I hope you're doing good is a different tone than like, look at you, you're killing it, and it's like we're we're barely making like six phrasing, years guys, after. phrasing yeah, exactly. <laughs> six years after, it's like, uh, yeah, it, like I don't know. I think it's a miracle. They, they, there is, I think, something to the, like, there is a miracle of, like, the right things happened to get an incredible amount of reconciliation very quickly. And that that is a model that's held up as, like, this is how humans reconcile things. And if you want to start moving past just um, just trauma, people use have actually studied deeply what happened in Rwanda. To, and that's a you know from yeah. very small things to very big things we've talked about that like what happens past the the sort of anger and the trauma how do you get back to being humanity that's like the biggest version of that that i can think of right you know there's like post-war germany where you just you know a lot of people were basically forgiven you know they didn't just kill everybody who was in the german army you know what i mean like like and then there was like you know all these other places where they the, you know, South African reconciliation is a really interesting problem without, you know, it isn't just like, hey, everything's fixed, you know, like right. there was reconciliation, right. you know, like all this stuff. Like, I find that topic deeply interesting. And I think that's a big, like, literally, they have a song about the South African reconciliation on this record. Right. But like, <laughs> so I think Tim is probably interested in this topic. But then to just be like, Rwanda, everything's, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the real problem with the song. Uh, it, which is because the chorus is like just sonically and melodically is great. It's a great <laughs> chorus. Like it's a, um, it's, it's the song. This album needs these these. You know, you you have this really like black and white D beat. You know, sitting on the curb sort of feeling. You know, uh, crust punk yeah. feeling. Um, what is the name of the crust punk flap? Is it just like a flap? You know what I'm talking about? So you can sit on the the ground, not get your butt. You know what I'm talking about? I I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, this is now totally I'm a Googling thing. bum flap. Gr- bum flap. Pump. Yeah, okay. Bum oh, flap. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know it's bum. Okay. You know what I'm yes. talking about? So you can yeah, sit yeah. on the yeah, curb yeah. and you don't get your and you yeah. can like make it all nice. Anyways, it, this is this record is like in my head like a a bum flap <laughs> you know incarnate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's stud it's a it's a bullet belt and a bum flap, but really there's these other songs on it and like without that this this album would lack if it was all Loki. Oh, this, it, it this would be too would, much. It's just it's just not interesting, and so it needs these breathers, and it, they just enough right like sprinkling just enough of these breathers, and this is one that's really important from a kind of musical sequencing point of view well and two and what's and what's funny about this song too is because the chorus is that but you know but the the verse is still pretty yeah Actually, like the rest of you know too verses yeah. like he's kind of got that kind of him just like pounding away at a and at yeah a verse. like the timbre and his voice yeah, is yeah. kind of the same as like it's, it's like even more strained than it is in other yeah. places so, I, I definitely it, did it work by the way i oh we should talk about this i fully learned a word today from oh, tim did? Oh, I, I did not know perigenate. You're right there. There, yeah, I figured perigenation. <laughs> I I have a very good vocabulary. I that's one of the I, things I feel pretty good about. I did not know that word at all. Did you know that word? Um, I had 
I didn't, I remember, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that word. Yeah. Because it's, because, and then I was thinking, I was like, oh, that'd be a good word. Because I, I use the word, like, journey and yeah, different yeah, words totally. for journey in my reviews a lot. I'm like, oh, I need to work this one in. Because <laughs> it's a really good word. It's funny because a lot of my my vocabulary probably comes from like a life of being into like nerdy pursuits, you know, like sure. you get a lot of like the source yes, level like same. how many Absolutely. different how many different ways can you say goblin journey. or journey journey yeah exactly right <laughs> like like you would think not that I really did any D&D before Calvin but like you know like you would think every D&D person in the world would know that word everybody who's ever talked about Tolkien, everybody who, you know, like, like this right. would be a word that would be right in my holster. And I was like, what, what is this word? You know? And like, that doesn't happen very much like with like, yeah. kind of standard words, you know what I mean? Um, so Tim taught me a word. I don't know how many times that will happen in my life, but Tim taught well, me a word. That's, I mean, that's very notable in and of itself. I think. So. It'll be one of those words where now I'll just start using it, and people will be or, like, "What the?" Fuck or now is you're wrong gonna you're me? gonna like see it everywhere and be like, "What yeah. the hell?" I've never seen this word in my life, and now it's fucking everywhere. I do. I, I love Maybe having not, a actually. like a nice word with con. So is the connotation? It's a, it, when I looked up the connotation is not only there's a journey, but it's got a kind of meandering tone yes. to it. Is that what you hear when you hear that? Yes. Yeah. It's um, yes, which okay. is. Which is great. I want that in my pocket. Right. For... I mean, it's, yeah, it's a great word. It's a, it's, yeah, I think the, especially, I mean, when I think of a lot of the music that I listen to. Yeah. I mean, it's like, God, that it's a sonic pagination. <laughs> I mean, that really could be, if I ever wanted to change the name of the label. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yes. Oh, hey, that's a good idea. I mean, I bet, I mean, I mean don't change the name of your label, but like, if you ever start a new label, <laughs> start a sub label for specifically for long, like form long form drones. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that really that much different? Than I was going to say, that's what <laughs> the majority of my label is already. So probably can't do that. Anyways, uh, this episode yeah. has been a delight. Uh, yeah. So okay. yeah, kind of all over the place, but it, good song, obviously top three rants record ever. Yeah. Uh, and it's hey, not like we have to tell anybody to go listen to this one. And, you know, go read. Go look up on read, read about the, yeah. I mean, Especially the, the. Not if you're like, if you're, you know, it's going to be pretty upsetting. But it, Yeah. Just, so, yeah, maybe there's a warning of this episode. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, also the reconciliation part is very interesting how they. There was a couple articles that maybe I'll drop into the show notes. I've been better about dropping links in the show notes the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, I'll put a couple of things up because how they went about it seems really interesting. So it's a it's a it's an interesting real yeah. real. This is you you know the best and the worst of humans happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. a lot of the worst, but also a lot of the best. And both in the moment when people helped each other and saved each other, and the reconciliation path i'm guessing most people i'm guessing most people at least in the states knowledge about this comes from hotel rwanda (laughs) yeah right yeah i i would guess i mean that was like at least it was the most recent refresher they had on it 
like yeah, where I mean, it wasn't was, just I mean, like from far away news articles and then they're like okay i remember when it was happening but then it get, got into a narrative for them yeah yeah because narratives are so much easier for people to hold on to exactly i wonder I mean, when did that come that was a long i mean that, that was like come out early th- 2000s wasn't it mid 2000s mid aughts right yeah something like that i saw i watched it once and i was like okay i, I can't watch that again I, I don't think I watched it, but oh, maybe I should. Well, maybe you should. You know, maybe again, not 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 it. light, not a yeah, light fair, not a no. Yeah, so be prepared okay. going into it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, what what pick do you have? And well, are we get, well? Don't we got a voicemail? Do we want to do that? Oh, first? do we want to do that before? Or do you want to do that? I think before. Before picks because okay. the picks. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so we, yeah. Go ahead. So we we set up the the voicemail line for you all to uh, to call in and give us feedback. Obviously, the way we record, we're a couple weeks ahead. We're not going to be able to like stick them onto the episodes. But I, we, I'd really appreciate it if you guys have thoughts on the on an upcoming song or a um, or we something we've done song, recently, yeah. especially around the topics that we've been doing in, in you know in recent times yeah. or really whatever. Record a short voicemail using our link in our um, kind of all our stuff. All our social has this link. It's to our voicemail. And uh, we'll listen to it live and, and react to it. So we have one voicemail that we will listen to right now. Hey, guys. Glenn from Kansas City. Love the show. When you're talking about wrongful suspicion, I'm hoping you'll uh, be able to get into the Slackers song State House off what I believe is the latest Slackers album. It's uh, essentially the same song as Wrongful Suspicion, uh, which I believe was co-written with Vic. Um, same chorus, same same melody, kind of the same harmony and arrangement, um, but different verse lyrics. And it's a it's a nice compliment to Wrongful Suspicion. Uh, wrongful Suspicion, I, I, I guess, is sort of about police brutality. Um, whereas, uh, the slacker song is really directly about, uh, the Confederate flag and sort of the, the notion of whether or not, uh, the Confederate flag is some kind of historical, uh, heritage, uh, short answer is no, but, uh, yeah, nice compliment. So, uh, some of the lyrics of this slacker song, maybe a little, little cringy. Some of the rhymes are, are a little obvious, but, uh, but it's a, it's a nice compliment and a good song. Uh, speaking of cringe, I also, I'm hoping to hear at least like 10 minutes of you guys, uh, breaking down when, uh, Lars says about a minute in, it's the gospel now. Something about that is just, uh, just makes me shiver in the, in the worst possible way. Don't know why it is, but, uh, anyway, thanks and see you in the pit. All right. So that was from, uh, Glenn. Kansas uh, City. Near me. Hey, yeah, nice near fun. you. What I a love great Kansas message. City. Well, it's Glenn, yeah. as you, you probably figured out, we did get tipped off to State House. Luckily, again, like I got to say it over and over. I'm going to say it a lot. Uh, so happy that the second we picked that out, that song and had really incorrect <laughs> understanding of that song when I picked it, uh, the, that In Defense of Ska episode with Vic came out the same day and it was yeah. such a treasure trove of stuff. Such a good episode. Really good podcast. I want to continue to say, like, everybody go listen to that podcast, um, that episode, and just in general, that podcast seems wonderfully good. Uh, those guys are many, many episodes in, hundreds, of, like, over 100 episodes in, and really good interviewers. Um, 
I just want to keep going like the our episode would have just sucked without this incredible (laughs) it would have been wrong it would have been it's just this incredible access to hearing Vic just they spent the first 40 minutes just talking about Statehouse and and how it was working with Rancid you know like so yeah it just uh an incredible resource for us so like yeah that was that couldn't have timed out better so just amazing stuff there um i i i totally agree though that we messed up by not just laughing about like all the like how much lars is feeling himself on life won't wait right all his like it's the gospel now and the new face of rock and roll and like you know all that stuff like yeah it's all like melted into my like they that's just how the songs go but like i need to be remembered to like call some of those out because like he doesn't do that as much in um in other things yeah like he was just really stoked in life i mean I, they were on top of the world right but like yeah uh it's the gospel now is is this is especially bad it's it's like crossing a line and there's a lot of uh yeah like there's a lot of vocal interjections where they obviously had a lot of money they were sitting around in studios and they were like you know doing gang vocals and right backing vocals and they're just having stupid amounts of fun obviously and then like they're just encouraging each other to keep things you know and that confidence is probably also why life won't wait is so great and they try things but like <laughs> holy shit it's the gospel now gospel now uh yeah not the best yeah. not the best not the best so that uh, oh. thank you so much for that that voice message anybody else wants to send some stuff in we'll we'll yes. put stick them at the end of episodes we're also going to do periodic um mailbag episodes where emails and voicemails that we can't get yeah. to in normal episodes will be played and we'll react to but um we really we kind of try to do one of those soon yes so we'll talk about that in a minute but we really do want to kind of book club this with you guys and hear your guys' yeah. experiences uh not just ours with these songs and um hear your voices because you know we we've heard a lot of our voices you know we want to hear some <laughs> yeah. other people's thoughts keep them you know, min- around a minute, and and uh, we'll be able to you know play your whole message and cut them in, and we'll be able to, uh, yeah, get a little bit more interaction going, which we've I've heard from people they were really interested in you know getting a little bit more feedback on the show, so we're definitely trying to uh, get that going. So yeah, definitely. On that note, uh, well, I guess we should before we do all the how can you talk to us thing and the mailbag episodes. Let's let's hear what what your episode okay well so i was i was messaging with sam earlier today and i was like oh shit i have no clue what to pick and and he's got a spreadsheet that's kind of got a running like keeping track of what we picked and so i was looking at that and i was like oh okay i'm (laughs) well i can i'm trying to find what i said because i was like i was like oh i've narrowed down to two i've just got to decide how mean i want to be next week (laughs) so Okay, I think I got it. Okay, let's it, see if let's if you're right. Uh, it, it's um I don't remember the name. It's the the asinine uh, song from Indestructible. Okay, that's not narrowing it down. Okay, uh, but you know what I mean. The 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 it's either the Chinese dissident song or the poetry song. Which is the Chinese dissident song? One of them is about being a Chinese dissident, from the perspective of being a Chinese dissident. Arrested in Shanghai. That's what Arrested in Shanghai is about. Isn't that also the poetry song? Oh, I thought, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> okay. 
Well, that's not it. That was that's one of so them. So that, though, that right? was that was one of the two. Yes, that was the one I didn't pick. The other one I had in my head was Tropical London. That's the one. <laughs> God damn it! I'm good. Yeah. So we're gonna do Tropical London next week. Off of um, that, off of how mean do I want to be? I had the, your both your picks, and those were the only yep. two in my mind. <laughs> well, I you know I wear this my heart on my sleeve. Sometimes this you. is weird, like how <laughs> how yeah. much we kind of know each other. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, we've we've, we've gotten to the point now where we're giving each other sparkling water recommendations because we <laughs> know each other's tastes in that too. Apparently, <laughs> well, it's been a, it's almost been a year. So yeah, uh, so um, yeah. How can people contact us? Uh, so yeah, you can. A great place to start is go on our link tree, which is on all our stuff. But you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Rancid Pod, and if you click the link tree, you can get to the was it Speaker Pipe? Speaker yeah, pipe? whatever this the thing. Is. It's, it's not yeah. my favorite name. No, <laughs> but that's leave us a voicemail. You can send us an email. Eleventh Hour Pod. pod at gmail.com and again all of these are in the link tree so if you're not sure just go to twitter go to instagram at rancid pod and uh yeah send us a message send us a voicemail and like we said we're gonna do a mailbag episode soon yeah real soon we're we're gonna do like a whole mailbag so if you've got kind of an email or a message uh dm us on one of those things or really just an email and we'll answer some questions and do sort of a more of a hangout episode really soon. So if you've got a take that maybe didn't even react, like not even about any one of the songs or anything like that, um, maybe put mailbag in the title to be like, hey, I, you know, you this is more about just general My experience stuff. with Rancid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you have one of those emails, uh, we'd love to read them. And, and we've gotten a few that are really moving, honestly. And they don't have to be. I'm not looking for that. Yeah. But like... <laughs> It's really great to hear other people's thoughts on Rancid and any questions you have for us. Like, let's do a, let's just do a mailbag real soon. So, and and one of the things is, we'll probably use something in the email to determine what that the next the following week's pick will be. So, if there's a case you want to make for something we haven't covered, um, it's not like a contest or anything like that. But it, we right. will probably <laughs> use the conversation to pick the next one. So. A, there is know, no prize. The prize is you have to listen to us talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But if you wanted to make a case or if you wanted yes. to bring something up, that would be the time to do it. So, um, yeah, mailbag coming soon. Uh, yeah. I think that's about it. <laughs> Maybe? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how to get out of this. <laughs> Thank you just say the pitch in the pit. <laughs> Holy shit, that was like Fozzy or Grover. Yeah. Or I was like, I don't know what this is doing. I'll just give you a bunch of texts. See you in the pit. <laughs> <laughs>